Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit Middle Halfway Up podcast with me, Alex Harper, and a very flat Jake Staples. How are you feeling, mate? Uh, I'm feeling a bit tired, uh, feeling a bit deflated. Um, the, the, the hangover is is um, unbearable. No, no. It's all right. I'm, I'm good to be back. Uh, upsetting uh, yesterday with the result for, for England. Um, but again, Euros final. You can't beat it. It was a great day uh, watching it at my cricket club with all the boys. Um, but yeah, just a bit bit upsetting that obviously we couldn't quite come home with uh, the silverware, as they say. Mm, very sad. Um, you have to remember, like someone like Saka, he's in my uh, year group at school. I think I've said that a lot today. But and just the the cojones of the man to take fifth penalty in a World Cup and uh, sorry in a Euro Cup final. <laughs> Fair play. Nothing but admiration for the players, and we're all very proud of them. Um, and 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 he'll probably go on to be a superstar. I mean, exactly. Uh, Mbappe missed a crucial penalty this mm-hmm. year um, against Switzerland. I mean, if you go back years, I think Ronaldo missed a crucial penalty against Chelsea in a in a mm-hmm. final at a young age. Um, and obviously, I'm not comparing Saka to the, the the likes of Ronaldo's career or potential Ronaldo's career, but he, he could. He could, you know, use this as motivation to keep on going and and look back on it as a, a sort of a, a step stepping stone to to mm. uh, the right places for his career. But and again, absolutely great effort from the lads. Yeah, yeah, and it's been quite an quite an interesting week of cricket. We've had a couple of uh, blast matches. We've had a few county champs games. Some currently going on at the moment. And we've had a couple of ODIs. So I'll, I'll ask you first about the ODIs because that's what we really care about. What have your thoughts been on, on the series so far? Well, I mean, it's impressive um, considering that they had to change pretty much every person in the squad. Well, no, everyone in the squad. And then everyone also in the backroom staff and all of that stuff as well. So the turnaround um, from for, for England was, was incredible. I think... Uh, um, who does the selection? Who's who's selection committee? Is it Chris Silverwood? Yeah, Silverwood, James Taylor. Yeah, um, yeah. well, I think Silverwood was supposed to be on his holidays. So yeah. after obviously he selected all the he's had to come back to change the team. Um, but I mean, it's not great for Pakistan uh, losing no. to technically the B team. Um, but my God, do we have some talented cricketers <laughs> coming through? Um, Saqib Mahmood for me it's just been unplayable he's just you know he's had the experience against the Pakistan um, players in the PSL um, playing for Peshawar over there I think he was top wicket taker at one point so obviously he's able to use that he knows some maybe a bit more insider knowledge and some of the batsmen um, I mean he did play with Iman Ulhaq at Peshawar so you know he did get him out first ball of the first ODI but it's it's been superb to watch and, and looking forward to the, the final game tomorrow. I hope we can blow them away again. Yeah, it's been really good. I completely agree. Mahmood's been fantastic. Um, big fan of Gregory as well. I think he's done really well with the new ball. And we're both crying out to Parkinson over over India, over the Indian series. But good good to see him in the team. But yeah, no, it's troubling times for Pakistan, you'd say getting rolled over twice. Um, so they, they did bowl very well in the second second match. But yeah, my, my question to you, Mr. Mister Jake, is 
as we said, this is effectively England's third team for the ODIs, or two, uh, sort of second, two and a half team, if that makes sense. And, you know, we're blown away Pakistan, who have people like Babar Azam, best ODI player in the world. So why do we have such depth in white ball cricket? And yet when we come to red ball, we barely have a first team. I think it's the, um, the combination of the growing sort of hype around our white ball team um, mm. since 2015. But also I think it's also the fact that a lot of these players go abroad um, to play, um, but they don't really go abroad to play red ball. Because I know in Australia, they don't really have, I don't think they have actually any overseas players in their domestic um, teams. Um, and, you know, if you look at Surrey, we've got the likes of um, R. Ashwin today and um, Amla um, playing for us. So obviously in Australia, they've got, you know, a continuous cycle of sort of white ball players as well. Whereas we are, uh, are overseas, you know, they'll come in and play sort of red ball, taking up maybe two spots potentially of youngsters coming through and they'll get more of a chance to play in sort of like the T20 competitions and stuff like that. Because I know Phil Salt's been to um, the Aussie, um, the BBL. Um, a lot of them have been to the Q, the, the Abu Dhabi T10. And then a few of them have gone over to PSL. I mean, a lot of them, mm. um, they don't go to the IPL because that's all about, you know, fame rather than ability. But it's because they just travel around the world a lot more, I think, mm. now. Um, and it, it, it's the, the sort of the format that a lot of the youngsters are just looking to play more of play all the shots, play in front of the cameras, play in front of the lights. That's what they enjoy. They do. They do. And it's a, there, there's another issue you didn't, you didn't mention. You, you did swerve quite well. And I'm going to bring it up uh, money. So I, I was just going to bring back to Ollie Pope. And he, before he uh, played for England, he spent a summer out in Australia. I think he played sort of the league below, sort of the, their county championship or Sheffield Shield version. So it wasn't the highest of standards. And yet you can see the impact that's had on his on his technique, his ability, averaging 100 at the oval. He's really good on pace and slightly, slightly bouncy pitches. So is there something that the ECB could do maybe to sort of subsidise, uh, you know, travelling to Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, encouraging them to focus maybe on Red Bull? these prospects or do you think you know experience the experience games of games whatever type of format you just want as many English players playing at the highest level whether that be white ball which maybe they could convert to red ball or just focusing you know have white ball have a great squad have a great depth and ultimately let them earn lots of money and have lots of fun I mean, it's a tough one at the end of the day because, you know, you want to be the best team in all three formats. That's the aim, test, ODI, T20. We've proven that we are the best in the ODI format and the 50-over format, and then hopefully we can prove that we're best in the T20. But since probably, um, when did we get to number one? 2013 um, in the ICC ranking. Since mm-hmm. then, we've not been there with the Red Bull. And I, I don't know if there could be a potential to sort of help these players go gain experiences elsewhere um, or they're just going to sort of, they're all young lads, they're going to get it through touring India, Australia, South Africa, New Zealand, West Indies, Bangladesh through their career 
because I think I can't remember who said it, but someone said that you don't really get into your um, your like peak um, in cricket until for a batsman until you're probably like thirty to thirty two. Where Root is now, he knows his game. He knows what he wants to do. Similar like Bairstow in uh, white ball cricket, he he knows his game so so well. And you got to think like Pope's twenty late uh, low twenties, um, Crawley's twenty three, Lawrence is like twenty three. Bracey's young, um, you know. Burns is the oldest out of that sort of that top five, excluding Root, um, and he's still only about twenty nine, thirty. So I think they've got a long way to go in their career. Potentially, there could be something done, but I, I think you've just got to let these players um, evolve into unbelievably good white ball cricketers. And I think the red ball might come as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. But no. Back back to the white ball. Who who do you think you mentioned sort of uh, Mahmood and I mentioned uh, Gregory. Who who would you say the batsman that really shone out? Who who do you think? Maybe someone like Phil Salt. Is he yeah, yeah. waiting I was, maybe? I was thinking Phil Salt, you know, um he had tough, tough time in the first game, got a low score. Um and then he obviously got his fifty against probably the better of the bowling. Um, in the two games that Pakistan had. I mean, Hassan Ali was, you know, five for 50 or whatever it was from his 10. He was brilliant. Um, so I think he he's definitely one that is is like potentially, if you think if Johnny Bairstow goes sort of away, he's a like-for-like replacement, you know. Mm. He's a top-order batsman who can also keep as well. So it's quite nice that you've got that. Um, I, I, did, I did quite like Zach Crawley as well. Um, it's amazing how good he is when the ball doesn't swing, <laughs> you know, when the ball's not, not swinging around. But he batted beautifully in that first innings, uh, first ODI with uh, Milan to, to get us the victory. Um, but I think it, it, it's really those um, two, two names for me for mm. potentially breaking it into this side. I think Crawley, um, if, if he can improve Red Bull, I think he'll be an unbelievable player. Um, but Phil Salt, I reckon he's going to have a lovely white ball yeah. career for England and mm-hmm. for all of the franchises and counties he plays for. Yeah, 100%. And do you, last question on ODI, obviously we've, we've won the series. Do you, do you have any, any players in the squad that you'd like to see play uh, tomorrow, sort of make their debut? Or, or do you think just stick with the winning mentality, the winning I- format? I think I think there's a there's a few of the lads that obviously um, I'd want to keep going. I think Mahmood and Parkinson and Gregory they'd be mm-hmm. all set in stone. But I think I think this this is a great opportunity to after the series win to give the new players their caps. Um, whoever's I can't remember the team off the top of my head, but whoever's still lying and waiting for that first ODI cap to David let them Payne. have this opportunity. David Payne. That was the um, answer I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> the glass of shit. But but like him because this get the next game tomorrow can be basically used as this free license. We've won the mm. series. Go out, lads, and just have an absolute belter of the time. Yeah. Um, and just try to score loads of runs, take loads of wickets, and just see where it takes us and give yeah. more people this ODI experience, basically. Mm. I'd I'd be tempted to um not necessarily in place of Parkinson, but I'd also like to see Briggs as well because he's sort of come into that age now where obviously he's a fantastic white ball player, but he's not 
you're not really considering him as a main main line England spinner. So, you know, give him one last go. Payne, again, he's hitting that sort of latter stages of his of his powers. So maybe it's time for him to give give him a cap, give him some experience, and then set off you go back to the glorious Gloucestershire. But yeah, no, it'd be really interesting to see what they do. Um, it's been a great series so far. I don't know about you, but I've really enjoyed it. And hopefully... Um, and get another whitewash under our belt. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be key, and it will do all of these lads a lot of confidence. Exactly. Um, so expect some probably big scores in the blast to come when they go back to their counties. And, and speaking of uh, confidence, um, to, to, to finish off today because we're both a bit bit flat, bit miffed. We don't want to bore you for too long today. Um, <laughs> I just we just want to cry. Um, we I've, I've oh, some also end of lockdown very soon. I think nineteenth of July mm-hmm. allegedly, and yeah. one of the biggest things that have come out of lockdown, um, I'd say probably isn't you know vaccinations and things like that. Alcoholism. Mm, it's pub quizzes. <laughs> well, they they sort of work together. So I've I've got five questions um, for Mister Jake. And they've all got one link. So if you can work out the link, you get a bonus mark. Um, and you can play along at, at home. Um, tell us your score. Uh, send us a message at hit middle halfway up. We won't care, but it'll be just nice to know you've listened. And see if you beat Jake. And should we put a prize out for anyone who beats you? Um, so what should the prize be? They can get a signed post-it note from me. So if you okay, we'll do this. Um, if you are don't play for Wakefield Cricket Club, mm-hmm. uh, you get a signed post-it note from Alex Harper. Um, just send us your address, and he'll send that over to you. Because obviously, that that in the in the near future, that's going to be really valuable. Because um, as we all know, um, he got uh, Michael Afton's son out, and uh, he's basically best mates with uh, David Willey. Um, yep. And if you are at Wakefield Cricket Club, and you've listened this far into the episode. Um, which I mean, you probably haven't. Um, then I will, uh, I will buy you a beer of Fosters because I know how much everyone likes the Fosters on the weekend. That's lovely. Um, and if if you're from Wokingham and you don't drink, then you just don't win. But I, I I have faith in you, Jake. I have faith. So let's start off with question number one. And lovely, lovely bloke called Garant Jones. Now. I want you to tell me when his last game was, his last one-day game was, not, not necessarily international, but county one-day game was, who he was playing against, where it was, and how many runs did he score in that innings? So okay, I think four okay. points up to grabs for that. Well, you gave me a little hint um, earlier today uh, about the first question. Um, and I know he was playing for the Mighty Gloucestershire. He was, yes. And you, and you gave me a hint that you were at this game. I was. So my two thinkings was obviously it was either against Hampshire, because obviously then you could be going on about Scumhampton, or it would be against Somerset, because that's a um, big game for Gloucestershire, because obviously it's the Battle of the Inbreds. Um, That's true. So, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. 
um, against Somerset mm-hmm. at Bristol County Cricket Ground. Mm-hmm. And he got a, I don't even know what runs he would got. So I'm going to say what he got, what I got on the weekend, zero not out for, off seven balls. Okay, so you're not off the best of starts. Oh. So it was the Royal London One Day Cup final of 2015, where it was the battle of the Farmers versus the Tories, as we battered Surrey uh, comprehensively at the um, the home of cricket at Lords, and he got 50 runs before being LBW to uh, Jade Dernbeck. Mm. So yes, so out of three, that question, Jake, you got zero. It's Moving a rough on. start. It is rough. Italy did yeah. go. Italy did go one nil down yesterday, and they won. So you know, I've still got confidence in myself. I still believe. Mm-hmm. There's still still time. Right. Question number two: Who was named Player of the Series against Australia in the Ashes of 2013? Twenty nineteen player of the series. Twenty thirteen, sorry. I can't even twenty thirteen now, sorry, sorry. Who was uh, named player of the series against Australia in the Ashes twenty thirteen? Would you like multiple choice? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. no, no, no. I mean there is only eleven well, there is only twenty two players. Um and I, I do remember that we won. So we I can narrow it down to eleven. I don't think it's gonna be a bowler. So I can narrow it down to about seven. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, I did see this person once at Bearwood um, Lakes Golf Club. Um, I did think it, I think it was Kevin Peterson. Oh, I it, got it no, wrong. It, it was Ian Bell, unfortunately. I was, I was, what, what's... Was Belly that doing a? You, right, okay, right. Quiz dead. Right, you met, you saw KP. I, I saw KP at Bearwood Lakes Golf Club uh, when I last last uh, no two summers ago because um, I was working as a kitchen porter at the time. Um, I couldn't go up and say hi because obviously I was you know covered in food. Um, but yeah, I, I saw him next to Piers Morgan, scum. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and then, yeah, just saw him. So that's, I, I had no idea. Um, my other guess probably was going to be Alistair Cook. So, yeah, good guess. Um, wrong, but. Um, yeah. So, not out of four so far. Yeah, no, no, strong, strong. Strong, yeah. Um, question number three. Again, this is multiple parts. Uh, this, uh, this winter, or oh, hopefully, uh, England are looking to win their second T20 World Cup. Who did they beat in the final the last time they won it? I know KP got played the tournament. Not really what I asked, but yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I know he got played the tournament. Mm-hmm. I know it was what year was it? 2010? 2010, yep. Yeah, okay. Um who did we beat? Who did we beat? And and for a bonus point, who who was our captain in that match? 
Right, I, th- oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go you for... What, if, you, if, you have, if you run your own cricketing podcast, you'd like to know that the person understands cricket. This is outrageously bad knowledge. This is just such minute... No, I don't know. Australia. And Correct. The captain was, and the captain was... I have no idea. Strauss. No, it was... Uh, so you got one out of two. So you're, you're on the board. I was pointing at my hair because it's Paul Collingwood. Oh, yeah. The Durham Dynamite. Hello, Poppy. And question number four. This should be an, should be an easy one. Which cricketer okay. has a stand in, in the Somerset, in Somerset Grounds, Taunton, um, who's named after a stand there, effectively, at Taunton? So there's a stand named after a player at Taunton. After a player at Taunton. I think there are two, is but it, I'm sure that was the other one. Is it Sir Ian Botham? Do you know what? It might be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> God, it'd be nice to know if the person running the cricket quiz knows the answer <laughs> to the questions he's given. Okay, but if you if you had to have another guess, a more recent Somerset legend. Jack Leach. Okay, less recent. Oh, um, Craig Keysweater. No, left-handed batsman. Didn't move his feet. So Sophic. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, so I'll give you the point, but that's more <laughs> me being a terrible host. That's like B-Tech Magnus Magnuson. I'm going to pretend like I know who that is. I don't know either. It's just a good name. Right. Last question before you need to work out the link. 2012, Andy Flower stepped down as white ball coach. He remained red ball coach, but he stepped down as white ball coach. Who replaced him? Uh... <laughs> um... Alex is insinuating that it's a left-arm spinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got no idea. Uh, Ashley Giles. Correct. Yeah. I, I was about to say Monty Panasar, and then I realised he was playing at this point in time. And also beating women, I think. Um, actually, I, pro- I shouldn't say that. That's a bit mad. But I think... Oh, no, it was a bouncer he beat up. Not a woman. We don't so, condone. Yeah, he beat up a bouncer in a nightclub. I think we don't condone violence on the Hit Middle Halfway no, podcast. No. no, it's absolutely disgraceful. But we're a loving, we're a loving podcast. Love, love by the few, not the mm. love by the few, not the many. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair play to Panasar for beating up a bouncer. That's that's impressive. Anyway, so you, my friend, that was another point. Another point, another point to you. Yes, you're welcome. So you have. One, two, three out of one, two, four, five, eight. You've got three out of eight. However, mm-hmm. it can all change. The bonus three marks. So I've named five cricketers in this. Garant Jones, Ian Bell, Paul Collingwood, Marcus Truscothic and Ashley Giles. What series did they all play in? Well, I was going to go... For the two thousand and five Ashes, but I didn't know. I didn't think Ian Bell played in that Ashes. Um, but I feel like he might have done because 
Garrett Jones was keeping, Ashley Giants was spinner, Tristrophic opened, um, Bell and Collingwood. Did Colli- Collingwood didn't play? No, Collingwood didn't play. Oh, I'm stumped here. Um, I'm going to go for... I don't even know. Um, I don't think that... No. I don't know. 2006. The answer is Ashes 2005, unfortunately. Oh, I didn't think Collingwood and Bell played. Yeah, Bell, Bell played all. <laughs> Bell played all series. Did absolute diddly squat. And Collingwood came in for the fifth game, replacing Simon Jones, who injured. Oh, that makes sense. That does make sense. Okay. So someone will be winning my signature, yeah. or you're buying them a drink. Or, or, or a Foster's. I mean, I don't know which yeah. one I'd prefer. Foster's is quite crap. The signature from you, well. It's a, it's a shambolic signature, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's changed since I did like my bank statement and stuff, so I just look like a big fraud. As do you, Mr Staples, again, three of mm-hmm. eight, despite yep. hosting, having the old... Right. He, it was his idea to start this podcast, I'll have you know, and he doesn't even know cricket. What a joker. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I've got I've got one last thing to say um, mm-hmm. because I, I, I he messaged, he messaged me about it after his debut. But my good housemate, former housemate now that we've moved out, um, Matthew Allen, uh, just made his debut for Suffolk against Essex Twos. Uh, he got a three for and a fifty. So congratulations to him uh, on that on that performance. Um, and then, yeah, Brilliant. I think we'll, we'll end it there, shall we? And I think that's sort of drawn to a close. Another short episode for you all to enjoy. Um, hopefully, I'll feel a bit more alive next week um, yeah, for, for, for looking looking into the T20 series and uh, beyond. Mm, absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Don't miss straight ones. And it's coming home 2022. Thanks.